0: We're going to continue in our thoughts this morning on uh, Breakthrough and of course as a church we're in 31 days of Breakthrough prayer and um, we're encouraging every single person who calls Family Church home throughout the month of January just to take five minutes three times a day, not religiously but with purpose. Uh, We're encouraging you to take five minutes three times a day just to pray for Breakthrough over different situations, breakthrough over the church, breakthrough over the people who call Family Church home, breakthrough over our lives as well. And we're just declaring that word breakthrough, breakthrough over different situations. And so hopefully um, you know about this through uh, what we've done on Sunday mornings of a weekly update email or social media. Um, but if you don't, And you're like, this is brand new to me. Or you say, do you know what? I just completely forgot that we were doing that. Uh, Maybe you did it on the first and the second and it just went out the window with all the different things that you've been doing. And so you're like, I completely forgot that we were even doing that. I want to encourage you, step in on what we're doing become a, uh, a part of what we are doing and you know what heaven isn't going well you missed out the first what was it today the ninth you missed out the first eight nine days uh, the rest of family church are well ahead of you so unfortunately heaven cannot respond to your request for breakthrough because you missed a boat That's not how heaven works. That's not how we're operating. We're not doing this religiously. We're doing this with a pure heart to see breakthrough. So if you haven't done the first nine days, never mind, jump in on all that God is going to do in and through us. Now, last week on Sunday morning, we spoke about having great expectations over this year. Remember this, that we said that if we're going to be praying for breakthrough, then we've kind of got to be expecting Breakthrough. Otherwise, all we're doing is setting time aside to pray, but we actually don't have any faith attached to it. We've got to be having great expectations this year of breakthrough in so many different areas of our lives, not built on biblical hope or hype, rather. Because biblical hype, uh, sorry, worldly hype, let me clarify to two. Worldly hype, some of you are like, we shouldn't go with biblical hype. No, worldly hype says the year is 2022, the calendar's changed, therefore everything's now different. Remember we spoke about this last week. We said that just because the clock struck midnight, some people say everything's going to be different now. No, the reality is it won't. Just because the situation was that way before the new year, reality is it will be like that the other side as well. There's a difference between worldly hype and biblical hope. Biblical hope says God is who he says he is and he is always true to his word. I want you to have great expectations this year, not built on worldly hype, but on biblical hope of who God says he is. Now today I want to begin to explore this thought of breakthrough a little bit more because our prayers are going to be a whole lot more effective this month if we actually know what it is that we're praying for or about. And in church, You hear a whole lot of spiritual terms sometimes, don't you, that don't always add up or make sense to you. I remember when I first got serious about my walk with God and uh, became a part of a church, I would hear spiritual terms that people would use, and I was like, what on earth are they actually going on about? Turns out when I actually went up to them and said, what do you actually mean by that? A lot of the time they didn't actually know what they meant, uh, but it just sounded good. They'd heard other people say it, and so they they came up with all these uh, religious words or Christianese that they used to speak, and no one actually knew what they were talking about. So as we talk about breakthrough this month, you may be sat there saying, well, it sounds kind of good, and it sounds like something that I would want in my life, but actually what is breakthrough? Otherwise, all we're going to do is have this month where we're saying, breakthrough, breakthrough. And it just becomes a spiritual word that actually has no context in our lives. And so I want to talk about that this morning. It may sound good, it may sound like something we desire, but do we actually know what it is? Do we actually understand why we should desire it? And do we actually understand how it comes about? And so that's what I want us to explore together on Sundays over the next few weeks as we journey through. This month of breakthrough prayer. So let's begin with the obvious question. What is breakthrough? As we're talking about breakthrough, what actually is this term breakthrough? Now there's a number of definitions, but there's just two that I want to focus in on um, today. One definition is this. It's a sudden advancement in knowledge or technique. So we hear about medical breakthroughs, don't we, or um, scientific breakthroughs, that suddenly something that was unknown before has become known, or they found a way of doing something. And so that's a medical or scientific or whatever breakthrough. But these are the other two that I want to focus in on today. It's a moment of moving beyond an obstacle. That's what we're talking about as we talk about breakthrough prayer and seeing breakthrough in our lives these coming 31 days of January. It's a moment of moving beyond an obstacle. The second definition I want us to look at is a military one. It's this thought of a military advance that penetrates or breaks through the enemy line and goes beyond it. So in other words, in simple terms, you desire or you become desperate for breakthrough when what you need is the other side of an obstacle, When what you desire and the land that you want to possess is the other side of an enemy line that is blocking you from inheriting all that you believe you should have. Now in a moment I'm going to illustrate that visually, hopefully for you to see that come alive that little bit more. But there are a number of things that we're saying we are desiring, right? If you come into this year and I would say... What are some of the things that you're hoping for? What are some of the things you're desiring? What are some of the things you want to see change? There are things that you would share. This is what I want to see happen. This is what I want to see change in my life. As I've been saying, different areas of our lives where we want to see breakthrough. That area may be relationships. That area may be your health. It may be freedom from addiction, salvation of a loved one. It may be breakthrough in your finances. It may be owning a property. It may be emotions, any number of different things. And we need to realize that there is a spiritual enemy that wants to keep you from inheriting all that God has for you. Okay, the devil is real. We don't look for him everywhere. We're not scared of him because we have victory over him. But neither are we this group of people who act as though the devil isn't real, like there aren't spiritual forces at work. Actually, the devil is real, and his agenda is to steal, kill, and destroy from your life. His plans towards you are not to bless you. They are for evil. His plans towards you are corrupt. He wants you sick, conflicted, condemned, broken, addicted, depressed. He wants to keep you from living the life of abundance and victory that Jesus Christ has purchased for you. And so we've got to wake up each morning realizing we are in a spiritual battle. Now that doesn't mean you wake up and you're weird. Just carry on being the person that you are, but live with this understanding. Actually, the world around there's a spiritual battle that's going on every day of my life. Because otherwise, if you live life and you wake up and every day you just live in the natural, do you know what will happen? You'll become overwhelmed when pressures come upon you, when stuff happens around your life. All that will happen is you'll become overwhelmed. You'll become confused. You'll become in this place where you can't cope with life because you're looking at it naturally rather than spiritually. Maybe, just maybe, what's going on in your life is a whole lot more spiritual than you're giving it credit for. Now, again, don't mishear me. I'm not one of these Christians who blames the devil for everything. There are things that it's sometimes our own fault for the way that we're living. So for example, if this afternoon you text and you drive and you hit a tree, you can't blame the devil. Well, you can try, but it'll be your fault and lack of wisdom by doing what you were doing. If every month, you have a certain income and your outgoings outstripped your incomes and you're just spending on whatever you want to spend on and you don't have any sort of budget in place and every single month you're getting into greater and greater levels of debt, you can say, oh God, the devil is making me spend on all that jewelry or, or on all those games or all those things I want to, but the devil made me buy this new car that I can't afford. No, he didn't. It was your lack of common sense, Okay. I'm saying this nicely to you, don't look at me so ferociously over your glasses or whatever. Sometimes we blame the enemy for stuff that's actually our own lack of wisdom. Yet at the same time, sometimes we're the other way, where we just think everything's natural and we don't live with this understanding that there is an enemy who is trying to stop you from receiving all that God has for you. Now, as I said, understanding the spiritual doesn't mean you get weird. Doesn't mean you have to get flaky. It just means you respond spiritually. It means that you respond with prayer rather than your horoscope. It means that you respond with faith and truth rather than panic and chaos in your life. Now, here's what else we need to realize: that actually, all the other, st- all the stuff, the other side of breakthrough, belong to you as a child of God. Okay. Everything that you're praying for, everything that you're believing for, if it's in line with the will of God, is actually divinely yours as a child of God. It belongs to you. The Bible says we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Do we believe that this morning? The Bible says that you are already victorious in Christ. As I said a minute ago, you're an overcomer in him. But the devil's plan, because it's his only strategy, is to keep you living in ignorance of all that Jesus has given to you and all that you already possess. It's like, as has often been said, having millions and millions and millions of pounds in a bank account, but you're living like you're poor because you have no understanding of all the riches that are given to you naturally. Listen, spiritually, you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. I want to encourage you to not live like you are poor spiritually when you are rich in everything that Christ has purchased for you. So when we speak of breakthrough, we've got to understand it's not about us trying to win a victory. It's actually already been won. Jesus has won the victory for you. Jesus has made it that you are blessed with every spiritual blessing. It's actually about us through prayer and warfare enforcing that victory, and taking hold of everything that Jesus has given to us. Jesus died that you would not live in spiritual poverty, but that you would live in a life of abundance. Jesus died that you would experience freedom, amen? Jesus died that you would experience joy and peace and victory, and so on and so on and so on. So I want you to see this visually today. What is breakthrough? Now I'm going to ask um, Aki and Stuart, and Graham and Nimi just to come up here for a moment and uh, you all like each other so stand next to each other for for a moment if you don't like each other we'll sort that out afterwards but uh, I want you to stand this way facing me come forward a little bit in in a line you can tell we haven't talked this through before can't you and and, uh, no no sure in a line (laughs) hang on you're an electrician you surely know about lines okay right now link arms for a moment now, these guys represent, um, now you're all brilliant guys, we love you dearly, but these guys in this moment of illustration represent the evil one, okay, uh, and the forces of darkness and some of you are like, I knew it, <laughs> keep that opinion to yourself this morning, but some of you are like, I knew it about them, but in this illustration, they represent everything that is holding you back. Now the other side is your breakthrough. The other side is everything. Remember, you're not trying to win. Jesus has already won it for you. But the enemy is trying to prevent you or block you from inheriting and living in the inheritance of all that is already yours healing, joy, prosperity, whatever it might be that you're believing for breakthrough. Now, the Bible defines breakthrough this way the Hebrew word for breakthrough is a gap. It's a break. It speaks of a breaking up of something, a breach in the wall of the enemy. In a military sense, it's one army being able to break through an enemy line in order to take new territory or take back the territory that is rightfully theirs. So in January, as you're praying, and that's why sometimes we'll talk more about this next week, it's not going to happen on day one. You say, I want breakthrough for this, and suddenly everything happens. That's why we're going to talk about persistent prayer and, and believing and waging warfare and, and just standing in the authority that yours are in Christ. But in January, as we're praying for breakthrough, everything that is rightfully ours to inherit, what's actually happening, what the term breakthrough means, is that we're going to come up against spiritual forces, but we're actually going to push through, and there's going to be a gap in the enemy line, that you are going to come past and inherit everything that Christ has purchased for you. Thank you very much, guys. These good-looking guys who played that part so well. You can tell that they're trained actors this morning, and the check will be in the post. But listen, I know that's a really simplistic thing, but I I pray that this month, as you're praying, you would have that in your mind. Now, you don't need to see Aki and Graham and all that. You don't need to see them visually as you're praying, okay? But spiritually, that you would see that this month you're going to break through. And actually, you don't need to be intimidated by anything that is holding you back. That has no power over you. You see how I just walk straight through. That as a child of God, that's what we can inherit. Now, here's the big thing that we need to realize within the context of all of this. Actually, it's not you who breaks through. You just follow the one who breaks through for you. God is a God of a breakthrough. Now, in the Bible... There are names given to God and the name of God always reflects his character and his nature. Now listen to this one in 2 Samuel 5 verse 20. In 2 Samuel 5 verse 20 there's this moment where David has become the king of Israel And he's taken hold of the city of Jerusalem and defeated the Jebusites. But there's a moment that follows where the Philistines are coming to attack. And the Philistines are coming to take hold of the city of Jerusalem and to dispose of David. And so he goes into what was known as a stronghold. This was a place of safety. It was carved out within a cave. And he goes there and he prays. He inquires of God. He says, what should I do? Um, Can I go into this battle? And God says, go into the battle. You're going to win this. Now, fast forward to the battle, and this is what it says in 2 Samuel 5, verse 20. It says, So David came to Baal-perazim. That's a a word that we've got to remember over this month of January. David came to Baal-perazim, and he defeated them there and said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me, like a breakthrough of water. So he named that place Baal-perazim, which means the master of breakthrough.'" The New Living Translation puts it this way. The Lord who bursts through. I want you to see today that every obstacle that is ahead of you, everything that is blocking, God is a God of breakthrough. He is the Lord who bursts through. That's the God that we're praying to this month. Not the one who's not able, but the one who bursts through every obstacle for you to follow. Now here's another example of this name characteristic being given to God. This time in Micah and Micah is prophesying about the coming messiah about Jesus and he says this in Micah 2 verse 13 it says the breaker the messiah who opens the way shall go up before them liberating them in other words giving them freedom they will break out pass through the gates and go out so their king goes on before them the lord at their head the breaker the messiah opens the way Jesus is the breaker Jesus is the one who goes before us breaking through that enemy line and leading us into victory in every single area of our lives amen so what area is it that you're believing for breakthrough this month as you're praying over these 31 days and if you missed the boat of the first nine days just jump on in what is it that you're praying for As we said, we're praying for us as a church, praying spiritually, that we would see spiritual breakthrough, that we would see many salvations and miracles and prodigals returning back to the house of God, more importantly, returning back to God. That we would see breakthrough practically. Remember, we're one church in many different locations, that we would see buildings in different locations, that we would see influence in the council and in communities, that there would just be breakthrough in different areas Of who we are. That we would see breakthrough in individual lives. That we would see breakthrough in sickness and employment and relationships and finances and breakthrough over teenagers. Breakthrough over so many different areas. There's so many different areas that you could be declaring breakthrough. I know what I'm praying for breakthrough for and it's probably completely and radically different to yours. But we're all praying and declaring breakthrough that God will break through the enemy lines and he will Claim what is rightfully ours in Jesus. But here's the thought that I want you to catch very briefly this morning. Here's the thought that I want you leaving with today, and it's going to come up on the screen. Breakthrough actually often happens within you before it takes place around you. But if we're going to be declaring breakthrough, breakthrough, and if you're going to be in this place where you're declaring breakthrough over different areas of your life, here's what you actually need to realize. that breakthrough will often happen within you before it happens around you. I want us to look at this for a brief moment because, yes, God does want you to experience breakthrough around you in your spiritual walk with him, in in your health, in your finances, in your relationships, in your emotions, in your career, all the areas of life that we're speaking about. But I want you to see... But breakthrough often happens within you before it happens around you. So we're going to look at some of that truth and look at the realities attached to that truth. And as we do, we're just going to skim the surface with with four different guys in the Bible, two in the Old Testament, two in the New Testament. David, we've just looked at his example. Gideon. Gideon was a man that we meet in the book of Judges who's hiding from the enemy. He's in a wine press. And as you follow on and you see what happens in the rest of the book of Judges, he experiences great victory, great breakthrough over his enemies. But I want you to see that there was a breakthrough that took place within him before he experienced breakthrough around him. Paul. Paul was obviously previously known as Silver, religious zealot who was going around persecuting churches and the followers of Jesus. And one day, there was a moment where he was going to Damascus, in Acts chapter 9, it's recorded, to go and persecute the followers of the way, the followers of Jesus. And yet, in that moment, he encounters the living God. He encounters Jesus. And there was a breakthrough within him that changed everything around him. You, you read on, and, and he's in the place where he's an apostle, where he plants churches, where he writes most of the New Testament. But all that happened because there was first a breakthrough within him that changed and transformed the world around him. Peter, lots we could say about Peter who was transformed by Jesus but one specific breakthrough that happened around Peter was in Joppa where he suddenly had this understanding that the gospel was for Gentiles and not just for Jews. Thank goodness that he had that understanding because it meant that the gospel was available to us and not just to a Jewish nation. But again, that breakthrough only happened around him because there was first a breakthrough within him as he encountered God in prayer. We're going to see that all these guys say the same thing to us. Breakthrough happens around you or to you when something has first taken place within you. Now here's some of the things that we need to know as we do these 31 days of prayer and believe God for breakthrough. And of course, when... We hit the 31st of January. It doesn't mean you stop praying for breakthrough, okay? This is just our focus. It's not like February the 1st. Oh, well, that's all over then. I didn't see breakthrough. No, we continue to contend for breakthrough, but we're just putting a focus on it on this month. But here's what we need to understand, a few things. Breakthrough happens when, firstly, you encounter God. Breakthrough happens when you encounter God. Now, as we've been saying for each of these guys They encountered God and breakthrough happened within them before they saw breakthrough around them. David encountered God in a stronghold, in a place of prayer. He encountered the living God. Gideon encountered the angel of the Lord when he was in a place of hiding and he was in a place of seeing no victory. He encountered the God who came and said, you're a mighty warrior, irrespective of what you see, irrespective of what's going on. You are a mighty warrior. Paul encountered the living Jesus. Peter encountered the word of God through a vision he received whilst praying. I want to encourage you, as we seek breakthrough this month, don't just seek breakthrough. Seek for God of a breakthrough. Seek for God who brings you breakthrough, because an encounter within will change the situations around you. As we pray this month, as we fast in February, I want to encourage you, take this seriously. Don't be half-hearted about this. Take this seriously that you would encounter God personally and powerfully. You know, January is a, is a time of New Year's resolutions, isn't it? We talked about this last week. But a whole load of people make a whole load of New Year's resolutions that are, are probably broken by now, right, without putting a downer on it. If you made a whole list of New Year's resolutions, chances are one or two you've already broken if you were true enough to admit it. But here's the greatest resolution I believe you can make. Here's the greatest result that you can live with. Found in Philippians 3, verse 10, Paul says this, I want to know Christ. I want to experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. Why not start this year with that absolute determination, that absolute resolve? I want to know Jesus. I don't just want to know about him anymore. I don't just want to turn up for church every now and then and hear about him. I want to know him personally in my life because when you truly encounter him and you experience a breakthrough within, that's when you'll begin to experience a breakthrough around you. Breakthrough happens when you encounter God. Breakthrough also happens when you admit and recognize your need for him. Do you know... If you're somebody who says, yeah, I don't need to do that whole praying for breakthrough thing. I don't, I don't really, I'm not somebody who really prays. Do you know, when we don't pray, what we're saying directly or indirectly, whether we mean it or not, we're actually saying we don't need the God of the universe. We, we, we kind of got this covered in our own strength. We, we've got it sassed. We, we can do life in strength. We're actually saying, God, I don't need you in this area of my life. But when we pray, it's recognition I need God. I need the God of a breakthrough. I've tried this in my own strength. I've, I've sought after man's wisdom, but I need God in this area of my life. All these guys, David inquired of the Lord and asked for his help. Gideon sought God's wisdom. Peter's breakthrough happened when? When he was in a place of prayer. Paul was a man of constant prayer. So my question is to you, are you trying to do everything in your own strength this year? Have you stepped into this year saying, oh, I'm going to see this change, I'm going to see that change? Or are you actually recognizing your absolute need for God? Now, don't get me wrong, there are things we can do and we should do. God expects us to play our part. God expects us to do all that we can do, but then we trust him for everything that we can't do. Read your Bible. Every single miracle in the Bible, there was something that man or woman did, and then God did what only he could do. It was a simple act. What was that act? That was, act, was an act of faith. So for example, there's this moment where Moses holds the staff aloft. He just did that one simple act. But it was God who parted the oceans. It was God who brought breakthrough freedom for the Israelite nation from the slavery and captivity of Egypt. Naaman Dipped himself into the water seven times. He just did that simple act of obedience eventually after he got over himself. He dipped himself seven times in the water. But it was God who provided the breakthrough miraculous healing. God asked us to do our simple part. But then he promises he will do what no man can do. Amen. So that may mean looking after your health while you trust God for your ultimate breakthrough healing. That may mean looking to budget well, but trusting God for your financial breakthrough. It may mean applying for different jobs in different spheres, but trusting that God is going to bring the ultimate perfect job along that is just right for you beyond your wildest dreams. Breakthrough happens when we encounter God. Breakthrough happens when we recognize our need for Him. But here's another factor. Breakthrough happens when you learn to trust God. If you're in a place where you're trying to do it in your own strength, you will not see breakthrough. Breakthrough happens when you recognize your need of him and you learn to trust him. Read the story of Gideon. If you've never read Judges 6-7-8, read the story of Gideon and you see there was a man who experienced incredible breakthrough around him because he trusted God that he goes into battle, a physical battle with his army. There's 32,000 Israelites. And he's completely outnumbered to begin with. 32,000 against 135,000 enemies. And then God says to him, here's what I want you to do, Gideon. Call everyone round, get your army together and say to him, listen, if you're not really up for this, you can go home. I mean, imagine that, being the general, and you pull together all your troops, and you say, "Um, okay, everybody, we've just had a word from God. Um, If people actually aren't really in this and aren't really up for it, um, then actually you can go home, get a takeaway, put your feet up, and just enjoy yourself. Imagine being Gideon in that situation, kind of hoping that they'd all go, no, we're with you, Gideon. But he says, okay, this is a situation, you can go home. 22,000 guys go, all right, we're off. I mean, imagine that situation for Gideon in that moment. But at least he's still got 10,000, right? At least he's still got 10,000 against the 135,000. Problem is, God comes along with another plan and through another test whittles that down to 300 men who are fighting with a trumpet and a torch you think you've had a bad day sometimes imagine being Gideon in that moment you think man has rejected you sometimes imagine having 22,000 guys go you are alright thanks mate I'm going this way imagine the situation but Gideon trusted God why? because he'd experienced a breakthrough within him that said I'm trusting God no matter what I see I'm trusting God no matter what it feels like I'm trusting the word of God over my situation because he has promised he will lead me into a place of breakthrough and victory Peter Peter was in a moment where he's he's standing there thinking okay so despite everything I've ever been taught despite everything I ever know actually now God you're saying that the gospel is open to the Gentiles not just to the Jews imagine that going against everything that he'd known, everything that he'd been brought up to understand and believe, but he knew that he'd experienced a breakthrough within him that changed the world around him. My question to you is simply this. Are we fully trusting God even when it doesn't make sense? It's easy to trust God when everything seems to be perfect. It's easier to trust God when everything logically adds up and makes sense. But are we trusting God even when it doesn't make sense? Are we trusting God when actually things? To get getting worse not better and you come to church and you hear how God's a healer and you hear how God's a provider and you hear how God's a restorer and you hear how God will bring provision but actually things are getting worse in your life and not better will you still choose to trust God in those moments you know a few years ago I experienced miraculous breakthrough in an area of my health and Kirstie will tell you that journey to that moment of miraculous breakthrough actually came at a time when everything around, or around me or in my body was getting worse and not better. The symptoms were getting far worse, they weren't getting better. Medication was being upped, it wasn't getting less doctors' predictions were getting far worse. They weren't getting better. But I'll tell you what, something had taken place within me. A breakthrough had taken place within me where I received a rhema word of God. Time doesn't allow us to go into the difference, but logos is the whole Bible. Rhema is a specific word that has been given to you. And I stood on the rhema word of God and I said, God, irrespective of what I'm seeing, irrespective of what my body is doing, irrespective of what I'm experiencing in this moment, I'm believing that you are the God of a breakthrough. And there may be an that stands in the way between where I am and me living in divine health and the healing that you have purchased for me but I know that Jesus you are a breaker who goes before me I know God that you are not a man that you would lie I know as we said last week that you're watching over your word to perform it in my life a breakthrough had taken place within me that you could not convince me otherwise that God was going to bring healing to my body and as a result I stepped into that healing where today I live in total health in, the, in that area of my life. Why? Not because I'm anything special. If you know me, you know I'm not special. Because a breakthrough had happened within me. But I said, like, no matter what, it looks like no matter whether the 35,000 in my life goes down to 300, I know what you have spoken. Do you have a breakthrough within? Do you have a word from God that you will stand upon? Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Let's end with this final verse. and I want to read it from the Amplified. Now, it may not read the exact same as you're used to, but I love the way it brings out these points, and especially the final point that it says. It says this, Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all of your heart. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Trust in God. Rely on God. It says, don't rely. Other translations say, don't lean on your own insight or understanding. It's not saying don't have insight, it's not saying don't live with any understanding, be a fool. Now, the the Bible says that we've been given wisdom. We're to operate with common sense. But what it's saying is those things can't perceive what God is going to do. And I read this this week. I, I love what it goes on to say because it says, in all your ways, know God, acknowledge God, recognize God, and he will make your path straight and smooth. Catch this next part. He will remove obstacles that block your way. What's that? breakthrough. Breakthrough. As we trust God, as we acknowledge God, irrespective of what you are seeing, as you choose to acknowledge and recognize and follow him, he will remove the obstacles that block your way. He will bring breakthrough. Not your own human effort, not you trying harder. He will bring breakthrough in whatever area of your life you need it. He is the God of a breakthrough. where does that leave us today? God, I believe, wants you to experience breakthrough around you or breakthrough to happen to you. But the Bible shows us that breakthrough will often happen within you. And this is important because otherwise you could spend this whole month saying breakthrough in this era and breakthrough in that era. Yet actually God needs to deal with something within, a belief. God needs to deal with, with something emotionally. God needs to Do something within so that you can experience it on the outside. And as we pray for breakthrough this month, know this, it starts with an encounter. Breakthrough comes through an encounter. Breakthrough comes as we admit and recognize our total need of God. Breakthrough happens when we stop trying it in our own strength. Breakthrough comes as we learn to trust God fully. I just want to pray for you in this place as we end this morning if you feel comfortable too why don't you just put your hands out in front of you just as I pray for you in this place this morning Heavenly Father I thank you for your word I thank you for your promise that says that your word will never return void so Lord I just pray for open hearts I just pray for for good soil for the seed to land in Today, Heavenly Father, take my natural words and through your Holy Spirit do something within the lives of people that causes a change within in order that they will see a change around them. Heavenly Father, I just pray for every single person who's so desperate for a breakthrough in an area of their life. I pray that nothing that's been shared today would condemn but would cause them to look to you. Holy Spirit, we want to know you not just know about you. Holy Spirit, more than desiring the breakthrough that you bring, we want to know you and we desire you. So Holy Spirit, I just thank you that in this moment, just in the gentleness of this moment, you just begin to do something within the lives of people. You begin to highlight an area where maybe their trust has not fully been in you, not to condemn them, not to bring them down, but to bring them to all truth, that their hope can only be in Christ. Lord, I thank you that within you begin to start a journey of emotional healing, Lord, for what people have been carrying, battling against. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are a comforter, that you are a guide, Lord we speak that word right now comfort over people so often when we speak of breakthrough it sounds dramatic and it sounds loud but just in this moment I believe the Holy Spirit wants to bring breakthrough in different areas of your life within but it's that place of comfort, that place of strengthening in the innermost part of who you are Father just challenge us we pray May our mindsets be changed, be transformed by the renewing of our minds according to Scripture. And Lord, I just pray that you just begin something today that you're going to continue over these coming days. Lord, I pray over tonight's sleep that people will dream. Whether they are dreamers or not, whether they've dreamt recently or not, whether they've remembered those dreams or not. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you would cause people to dream dreams tonight that causes a breakthrough within, that causes a change of mindset, that, that brings healing to an area of their life. Holy Spirit, I thank you that as we're in the, the Word next, tomorrow morning, later today, that Holy Spirit, you would bring rhema words to people. You would lead people into all truth as they read your Word. And Holy Spirit, I also pray that they would just encounter you in power wherever they may be, whatever they may be doing that a breakthrough would happen within them in order that we would see breakthrough happen around us. Jesus, we love you. We thank you for your presence here today. We thank you for your truth that sees us become free in all areas of our life. And Lord, I just pray for anybody here who's on the verge of giving up in an area of their life. Lord, I thank you that you just bring hope into their existence. Biblical hope that they would know The breakthrough is coming in that area of our life because nothing is impossible for those who will believe. God, you are the God of a breakthrough. Jesus, you are the breaker who goes before us. And we thank you for your presence in this place today. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's keep God praise in anticipation of breakthrough that He's gonna bring in our lives.